and welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is in Google We Trust. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who's supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included on all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on our website. Or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so... First and foremost, thank you to everyone who sent all of their well wishes and prayers for you know healing for me with my COVID. I am feeling quite a bit better and everything is going well. So far, the team, my wife, James, everyone is continuing to show no symptoms, which is excellent. Um, so that's great. I'm really appreciative of that. Today's topic actually came because this is something we're dealing with right now. It is, um, it's a tricky one and there's a lot of pieces to it that matter. So... For those of you who are older than I and can remember a time before the internet, there, in the history of the internet was a time where there wasn't a good way to find things unless you had a specific URL. And obviously, if you could imagine, that would lead to URLs being really valuable real estate, which was part of the dot-com bubble, right? Pets.com was an incredibly valuable URL because if you don't have a way to index and search the internet of sites... People are going to go to pets.com to search for pet things because that's the only thing they, that's what they can think of, right? Then Google came around and there's been other search engines um, and there are a lot of other search engines. I shouldn't, I shouldn't discount them. There's places like obviously big ones like Bing and Yahoo, but then there's also smaller ones like DuckDuckGo and some of those. And each one of them has kind of their own algorithm and serves their own niche. But I think we can all agree that Google is king in this world. Google has the most traffic and it's not close. So when you look at the world of business being found in the great wide world world web, there is a very real problem of being on Google's radar. And this is obviously a very heated topic in the world today about, you know, does Google censor specific people? Does Google, you know, intentionally using their algorithms suppress certain kinds of speech or certain types of speakers? Uh, and I think that's something that is, I'm not going to touch that particularly, but that is, uh, but, but that ties into the world that we're talking about today, which is if you can get ranked well on Google, that's a huge deal. That's a huge deal. Being on that first page of Google is massively important. And so <clears throat> small businesses like mine are always pushing for that, that top slot, not even that top slot, that first page, even that can be a huge boost. So I had been reached out to by Wix, and um, <laughs> they said, we want to feature you on our SEO page. And I was genuinely surprised by this because I have barely touched any SEO stuff. And I, so I, I said, hey, you know, I'd, I'd love to. Let's sit down, do have a meeting, and let's talk through the details. And I got on the phone with, on, the, on a video chat with one of their specialists, and she goes, you have incredibly high ranking for a lot of what you're pushing for. You're in the 11th, 12th, 13th spot. Um, kind of depending on exactly the search terms for things like leather journals, leather binders. Leather, I'm like, what? I didn't believe it. I didn't know it. So I went and looked and we actually were on the second page for a lot of kind of the top searches for our, what we would what we would consider things that people would search for for us. We had done zero SEO optimization, search engine optimization. And I was surprised. And she asked, how do we do it? And I guess my answer, which was true and is true was that we work on writing good descriptive content, right? 
we work on writing good like good writing out of the paragraph that goes into the product and so because of that google in its ever-changing algorithm indexes our site and the naturally the keywords that are the important ones are in the content and in the body of the the content itself so that leads to people finding the results being meaningful right that's that's how people find it and when you think about that that's actually really a key thing so the way out the algorithm works and it's not published there's no way to find the algorithm it's constantly changing so this is the way we think the algorithm works this is the best we know of the algorithm that the algorithm when you search something in right you type something google presents you with a series of options what you pick of those options actually genuinely reflects on whether what the next person's menu will be shown right and how long you stay on that page reflects that as well so for example if you see you type in the word leather journal and something like i don't know staples comes up and you click on it and then you go this is the one i'm looking for and you click off of it that's called a high bounce rate and that that means that there are people like that for the algorithm the algorithm looks at what you did and says that's probably not a good result for that search and it'll rank that lower. However, if you land on something like our site or one of our competitors and you spend five minutes, you know, tootling around the site and maybe you buy something, maybe you don't, but at the very least you spend some time on there and you like look at a couple of pages, Google says, wow, that actually is a meaningful result. And the more time you spend on it, the more meaningful that that result becomes. So that's where if you look at our SEO ranking, we actually ended up having a pretty decent organic reach. And so this actually sent me back to our reporting because... We don't, I don't trust Google Analytics. We have it built into our site. I don't trust it particularly well, partially because there has been some reporting errors that we have known and can confirm in the past. We are working with Wix, our website provider, to do some more auditing and figuring out why that's happening. And they keep telling us that it's fixed. And maybe it is. So I've actually been pretty happy that the fact is that Wix has been developing their own reporting software in the back end. And it's actually very good. I've been very impressed with it. And it is very... Um, it's very detailed and particularly with the sales data, it's very robust and it's built off of the, the sales database itself. So it's very much of an inside closed system. So the data itself is very accurate. And so I went back to um, back to that place, you know, and I was looking through sales based off organic traffic versus direct traffic versus social traffic. Um, and to give you a brief version of the difference of those, social traffic is when someone sees an ad on our, one of our social medias, clicks on it, and buys something, right? That's social traffic. Now, that doesn't happen very often. In fact, it happens a lot less than I thought it did. However, there is a, a vast majority of our purchases come from direct searching, which means people typed the words murdycreative.co into their search bar, or they typed murdycreative.co into whatever the, the URL bar is, and it came up directly. That's a direct search. That's, an, that's a huge part of our business. And then there's a large part of our business that is organic. And I didn't actually realize that, but there's a good percentage of our business that is organic searching where people search leather journals on Google and they find us and they buy stuff from us, right? That's, that's huge, right? I didn't realize that. That's an entirely new group of people. And so for us, I said, well now after, so that was the, I said I had a meeting with Wix and then I went and looked at the data and I'm like, we need to spend more time and like actually pay attention to our SEO. So with Wix particularly, there's actually like a pyramid of SEO. There's the stuff you can do on the dashboard in Wix. That's kind of like overall generic site SEO stuff, right? It's pick five keywords. They, go, they have a checklist of things that you can run through to kind of help make things better. That was the first step. And then the next step, obviously, is 
making sure you can actually tweak the individual page in um, the Google response. So you can sp you can specifically tell Google what to show for the top line and then for the the content, like that that first couple of words that you see in the search. You can specifically do that for each page. You can do that for each product on the individual product pages. And you can do that for all of the images. Like those are the various layers in the pyramid of SEO. So obviously we're working from top down. We did all of the big stuff on the top of the website and we worked our way down and we started to work on the main pages to make sure that that content's good. And in this process, I actually went and um, I wanted to find a tool that could help us do some, some kind of comparison of our competitors of just generic keywords, what recommended keywords were. And uh, I found this tool called Alexa. It's a very big tool and it's very expensive, but during our free trial, we've been spending a lot of time doing a lot of the analysis and we've been finding places where we might be competitive because the problem with places, particularly like Google is that you're competing against a lot of big, a lot of big names and a lot of people who have a lot of money to spend. Right. So there are certain keywords that you're not going to win because they're just, there's too many big names that already have established presences in those keywords. However, they can't establish good presences on all of the keywords. So for example, leather journal is a very competitive keyword. There's a lot of people competing for that keyword. Leather journals with an S is not. So we've been working on crafting a lot of our keywords to fit some of those ones where the keywords are similar, but may, may not be quite as competitive. And a lot of what that means is that as we become more and more highly ranked for those keywords, and as more and more people find those keywords and then find us through those keywords, Google actually continues to boost our reputation. We become far more valuable and then we can become competitive in those key, like major keywords. So that was the thing we found the tool and it's been very helpful for us to kind of do a little bit of an analysis and find what keywords are kind of the best ones. And we've been slowly but surely working on each page. And it was something as simple as I figured out that our header, our H1 tag, right? The header one tag. That's like the first thing that one of the first things Google catalyzes was like the words in our footer. So I'm like that. Needs, so, so there were some things like that where I'm like, OK, so I go to each page, make sure the H1 tag is exactly what I want it to be. And then that those are like things that we've been able to do to kind of tighten up our SEO. Right. And this is all part of the process of tightening up our company's internal workings as we move forward. Right. And trying to make the processes, the internal processes just better and better and better so that we can yield better results as we move forward and as we grow. So we ended up doing a lot of this big push with our SEO and we've been doing a, a big, um, you know, a big overhaul of our images um, to make sure that the images themselves have keywords tied to them, have names that are re relevant so that theoretically those people who are ty who type in leather journals and go by images and search and shop via what they see, which is actually, I think, I mean, I've done that before and I think a lot of people do that. Our images may come up as, as options and they can click on them and come to our website. So this is a huge overhaul that we're working on for the SEO of our website. And it's, it's, it's necessary and it's necessary because unfortunately or fortunately, I mean, it's, it's got, it's good and bad. Google is this massive platform. And one of the problems is we actually ended up paying for Google AdWords for a little while. We've actually, let me try, say this. We've tried that probably three or four times now where we've set a budget and we've said, these are the keywords that we think we're going to be competitive on. And we let Google kind of expand upon that. And we say, this is our ad. It's normally pretty generic. Just promote the website, right? We're going we're gonna to pay for keyword. We're going to be paid to listed, be listed at the top of certain keywords. And every time, every time it's been like $3 a click, right? It's like, it's, it's exorbitantly expensive compared to our social media and what we pay for the social media leads. So while I think 
there is a place for Google AdWords and paying for those, um, you know, keyword advertisements. I think for us right now, where we're at and what we're doing, I definitely want us to focus more on saying, how can we get to that first page? Because right now, for a lot of searches, we're on the second page, right? We're close, but we're not there yet. So I'm worried that the massive overhaul to the SEO we just did, I'm worried that it's going to push us back quite a ways, and I, I think it might. However, we are going to keep working, and I think this improvement is going to lead to better long-term success, and that's all we can hope for. So for those of you who are looking to help, um, you know, type in leather journals or refillable leather journals and search through the first couple of pages to, for, from Google till you find us and go click on us, and that'll help, right? Those little things mean a lot. Spend some time on the, on the page, tootle around, look around. We've actually done a lot of overhauling to the website design itself, and I think it's better, right? We've been slowly but surely kind of cleaning things up. Um, go check out the revisions we did to the main product pages, like the slim cut, the wide cut, the classic cut, all of those. Go check out kind of how we changed them up a little bit, because they're a little different, and I'm hoping that they're going to work a little bit better. And I might talk about the details of that specifically in, uh, in our next podcast. We've got a lot of really cool things coming down the road in the next two weeks, um, and I am over the moon for some of the new initiatives that we're trying in our customer service realm and some of the new stuff we're trying with web design. So I'm going to keep you guys posted on that. Please be sure to follow up. So thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, be sure to check back in on Tuesdays and Thursdays for our next topic, but uh, don't forget to check that subscribe button and turn on the alerts while you're doing that just so you can get notified in case we miss a, miss a day or whatever. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, folio, mask, accessory, any of the things we sell, feel free to reach out to us on the main page of our website at merdycreative.co. You can also contact us via Instagram or Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible, but I do appreciate your patience. If you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community. So leave a good review on the podcast, whatever you're listening on. I do read those. I do love those. And also, if you want to leave a review on the uh, the product you received, go to merdycreative.co on Facebook, sorry, facebook.com slash merdycreative.co. On the left-hand side, there's a reviews button. You click on the reviews. It says, do you recommend the Merdy Creative Company? You click yes, and you can write your review. You can also read all of the amazing reviews that we have, and uh, it's always encouraging for us. We love reading those. So definitely go leave us a review. Um, but definitely tell your friends. Word of mouth is still the best form of advertising. So any of that sharing that you can do with people really does help us. If you have any podcast topics you want to go, you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community, and I want to give you guys what you want. So send me an email, send us a message, whatever. If you've got a podcast topic, I am thrilled to talk about just about anything. So if you're looking for multiple binders, journals, folios, masks, anything, for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our bulk discounts. We do have those available. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day, and goodbye.